Good morning and good afternoon. Welcome to this week's edition of the Digital Shop Talk Radio. I'm Tom Dorsey, and I've got a great guest on today, uh, Jason Warner from Stewart Automotive in Winter Haven, Florida. And we're going to be talking about reviews, you know, which are so critical to your business. How do you get good reviews? What do you do when you get a bad one? And what are some of the best practices at the counter and through your interaction with your with your customer on how to make sure that they're leaving you reviews after their service? So, uh, Jason, welcome, buddy. Thanks for coming on hey, the doing? show. Yeah, great for having me. Thanks for having me. Yep. And, you know, you've been with us a while. You know, uh, I know we do your website for you. We've been probably out there working the CRM side of it, asking for yeah, those yeah. for quite some time. How's that working out for you? It's, it's phenomenal. Auto Vitals has been a great addition to our company. It, uh, uh, you guys handle uh, all of my CRM. Uh, of course, like you said, our website. Uh, uh, and, of course, we use the uh, SmartFlow uh, in the shop. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's the total package. Total package, so, yeah. And, and so, you know, and, and over the years, uh, you know, I, I don't know how, I don't remember what your review level was, your Google reviews, because we do, you know, Google reviews are important, of course, because Google's the most widely used search engine out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's critical, right? Then you've got like some Yelp stuff. And then you have what we call auto vitals reviews, which, you know, are um, going to show up on a business directory page for you. We push them onto your website, things like that. Uh, and so let's talk a little bit about, about, you know, kind of where you came from, uh, building up that great inventory of reviews that you have now, because I think you're up over 204 and a half, five-star reviews, uh, on Google. Now we've got, we've got a few hundred five-star reviews on Google. Uh, I think we have, uh, over 500 reviews from auto vitals, uh, <laughs> uh our Facebook reviews are, I think we've got, uh, a little over 80 reviews on Facebook, uh, uh, with a couple thousand likes on our Facebook page. So um, we've really strived to, to yeah. embrace the digital age and um, keep in touch with our customers digitally. And I think that's, those are the, those are the customers that are going to leave you those good reviews and, and, and take the time to, uh, to, to go online and, 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 and leave you that great review. Yeah. So, so for folks, Jay, that might be just starting out or maybe, you know, they don't got enough reviews because, I mean, I think it goes without saying, you know, that reviews are effective. I mean, you probably can't even think of the last time that you were going to go out to dinner and you want to try something new and you didn't end up looking at some review at some point. Well, same thing happens for if I'm looking for automotive repair or anything right nowadays, it's the digital age, right? Exactly. And so, and so I, I think we can all, uh, you know, agree that having uh, a large number of reviews, of course, you know, good scores in those reviews is, is important and it, and it converts people to become customers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, but it doesn't happen overnight, right? No, uh, that is a process. It's a process that you have to commit to. You have to plan and you have to execute just like you would if you had a goal of raising your ARO or raising your car count or whatever it might be. Right. So, so kind of, for folks that are want to emulate you, Jason, what, what would be your advice to them? How do they get started? What's the most critical success factor? I think the critical uh, Google is, like you said, the, the, the man when it comes to <laughs> right? online and, and your search engines. Uh, and I think investing the time in your Google My Business page is, is key to that because oh. your website 
is critical. But nowadays, when people do a Google search, the first thing that comes up is your My Business page. And uh, being connected to that page, having your photographs, the talking about your business on that page, posting content cost consistently, and uh, being available uh, you know, with, with everyone connected with their phones, and the Google My Business page has an app. So if a customer is trying to get in touch with you on that page, uh, it immediately just beeps through my phone and I can, I can connect with that, that customer right away. And Google monitors that, how quickly you respond and, and, uh, and all of that leads to, uh, to that customer that's gonna be more likely to leave you that good review, you know, that digital customer. Yeah, and that's great advice, right? Because and for folks, you know, you might have set up your Google business page maybe back when it was called, um, gosh, Google Local or whatever. They've yeah, changed the name a bunch of times, wrong. right? I can't even remember uh -huh. what it used to be called, right? And, and so maybe you set it up back then and you just kind of set it and forget it. Well, you know, one of the critical success factors to Google is uniqueness of the content and freshness of the content, okay? Exactly. There's a lot of ways that you can... Uh, provide that unique and fresh content without having to go and rebuild your website every other week or whatever. Right. But there's been a lot of changes in Google, um, the, the GMB or Google, my business. Right. And that is they've added in the ability to put categories, images, much more personal and engaging type content into your Google, my business that, attracts engagement from the customer. So if you haven't looked at it in a while, you need to, you need to audit that GMB page and then look at all the new stuff that you can add in, get pictures up there, get descriptions, talk about your folks, you know, uh, your crew as well as your customers. Cause all that stuff becomes engaging. And you know, like, like Jason said, Google's the, the big boy on the block. And so you really want to make sure that you've got all the I's dotted and the T's crossed when it comes to Google stuff. So that would be, you know, right after this show, get out there, take a look at your GMB page and make sure that it's up to date with all the new changes that have occurred. And Yelp's the same way. I mean, Yelp is, uh, they have a My Business app and uh, uh, keeping that up to date is, is just as critical. It's, it's obviously not the big boy, but uh, those, those are the same customers that are going to leave you that good review. And yes. Facebook, you know, keep it engaged on Facebook and uh, um, uh, just... Uh, Engaging with your customers, yes. You know, keeping that Facebook page active. I mean, and uh, all of that just makes your digital package look better. You know. Yeah, and and it's like you said, and it gets you top of the page, right? It gets you to show up more often than not uh, when somebody's doing a search. Because some some interesting things, right? You know, and I'll tell you because I mean, when you when you boil it all off, we're social animals, right? We we wanna we wanna meet people and. And, and look you in the eye and shake your hand. And, and we, we, we're in this spot now where we have to kind of try to do that initial contact digitally. doesn't mean that it's changed who we are. And so we, and we run this uh, technology on our websites. It's heat mapping, right? And so we can kind of see where somebody, when they first land on your page, what do they do? Where do they go? Where do they end up? Where do they exit from? Because that gives us information to build a better experience and make your page better. Right. And, 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 Believe it or not, you know, probably it's easy to believe. The first thing that people click on when they land on your website is a picture of you. They don't look at the reviews first. They don't look at the services first. They look at the people first because, again, we're the social creature, right? And so if you think about that from, a, from an engagement perspective, right, 
uh, well, then I kind of know some of the things that I should be adding to my Google My Business page and to my website to get that connection, to get that initial engagement. Because that's really the key, right? Is once you get them engaged and you get them interested, well, then the other stuff like asking for a review, that becomes almost natural and normal, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It's not like you got to twist anybody's arm. No. You just have to just just to, just ask for it, and uh, exactly and auto and, and getting the information too. I mean, when the customer comes in, you know, having their uh, their email addresses and and uh, ways to get in touch with them and ask them for that review after your service their car. Yes, is uh, is, is critical too. Yeah, and there's no reason because here's another thing to consider, right? Is that we just got done saying we all rely on reviews. And so it used to be, you know, maybe 10 years ago, five years ago, when, when reviews first started coming out, and it was same with email capture, right? You talk to people and they're like, oh, you know, people don't want to give out their email. They don't want me to spam them. I'm not going to bother them for that. Well, you apply kind of that same attitude towards reviews. You think, oh, it's going out of the way. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's a hassle. But guess what? We just got done saying we all rely on reviews. So if I rely on reviews to make decisions, well, then I'm probably pretty likely to contribute and add my own review, right? Exactly. And so it's become a natural expectation. As a matter of fact, it actually would seem weird if you didn't ask me for a review. People expect you to give, the, to get, to give you their email. I mean, it's yeah. just, and uh, you, just a few years ago, that was a big deal, asking somebody for their email. Yeah. They were a little, eh, I don't know if I want to give you my but not anymore. You can... Uh, every customer, like, oh yeah, here's here's my email, no problem. They, in right. fact, they they almost prefer you talk to them via email. Yes, yeah, that's that's the key, right? And that's the question that you have is how do you prefer? Do you want me to text you? you want me to email you? you? Want me to send you some smoke signals? What's the best <laughs> way for me to talk to you where I can get you on the horn fast and you can get the answers and you can get the service that I am committed to provide to you, right? And so you have to take that stigma away you're expected to ask for a review. You're expected to ask for a cell phone number. You're expected to ask for an email. So let's talk a little bit, Jason, about how you made that transition at the counter, because that's such the, that is the critical, you know, that's the foundation of capturing strong reviews and lots of reviews. It's setting up expectation and that should maybe even start even before they come to the shop, right? Maybe there's some expectation on the website or in your appointment confirmation that kind of sets them up and gets them, kind of in that mindset or that expectation of how a digital shop functions and what are the different stages. And so at the drop, we really want to reinforce that. So how did your guys, what processes did you put in place or what change of maybe drop off script or pickup script did you implement to get your service writers out there making sure that they're asking 100% of the time for those reviews? I really had to beat it into their heads because <laughs> well, I've got some old school guys. Yeah, yeah. They were like you said, you know, it's it's they're, they're not going to do that. They're not going to take the time, and and uh, so it was really uh, uh, making sure they followed the script and and making sure they were asking for those emails because yeah. uh, uh, and and talking with the customer and and you know how would you prefer I contact you mm-hmm. and um, uh, and once they saw that hey, this really works. The customers really like communicating via text or, or email. It's, it works so much better and it's so much more efficient. Uh, I'm able to get in touch with them so much quicker. Uh, and once they saw that happen, I mean, it was just like, oh, well, yeah, this is, this is the norm now. No-brainer. No-brainer, exactly, exactly. 
Yeah, it's like that cycle of success, right? Because you start to do things more efficiently. That frees up more time for you to do more stuff efficiently. And usually the things that you're doing are making sales and educating motorists and filling holes in your schedule, which brings in more business, right? And so the more efficient that you can get at some of these extra things and even to some degree automate them and get the desired result like a, re, you know, a high review capture, a high email capture and text opt-in at drop, uh, the more freedom, the more time your service advisor has to actually leverage those valuable tools, right? Because now, hey, we're attracting a lot of customers who are coming to us because they see the quality of our business and the neighbors are saying good stuff about us. So they come in with a level of confidence. Well, if they come in with that level of confidence, guess what? Their walls are dropped a little bit, right? They're not as defensive when you're proposing recommendations to them, when you're reviewing the in inspection results, when you're asking for that business or that upsell or that exit schedule, which is so critical to get them to come back, right? And so that you see that kind of one success opens the door for more success and it kind of snowballs through that process to where, you know, you've got full bays, you've got full, you know, lots of good reviews coming in. You've got customers out there that are almost evangelists for your business going out there and shouting from the rooftops about come on down to Stewart's because they're the best and look at this awesome uh, experience that I got from them. Um, and, and like you said, so, so let me ask you this, Jason, do you incentivize your service writers or anybody on your staff uh, towards, let's say, set a goal for amount of reviews in a week, month, quarter, whatever it is? You know, I, I, I've never had to do that. I think they, um, uh, they, they enjoy getting that good review. And, uh, uh, and once you see that review, and, and another thing that's critical is responding to that review. Make sure the customer knows that you saw that and um, you appreciate that review and, and, uh, and Google watches that as well. So uh, to see that you respond to that. But to answer your question, no, I've, I've never had to do an incentive. Uh, once they saw the, the reviews and, and saw them come in, uh, it was just kind of a uh, wanting to see their name in that review. Yes. Hey, you know, I, uh, that, that's my review. That was for yes. me, you know, exactly. They're forever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Even lights. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and that's a great idea too. So for folks that are out there and you're struggling to get the service riders to develop that habit, and it should be everybody on the team really. Right. Because if you think about it, everybody really is in the sales business when it comes to customer facing roles, or even if you're, you know, you know in the Bay, you got to present stuff. You got to look clean. You got to do a good job. You got to have a smile on your face. You got to have some enthusiasm and excitement. Right. Yep. And uh, all of that attracts a good vibe to the business and creates a good customer service experience. Right. But if you're struggling to get that stuff down or to get the habits built, you know, one way you can do it is set a goal, make a little competition and have some incentives. Maybe you just do something at the end of the year, you know, maybe you have your holiday party or something, you present a nice plaque or trophy service writer that got the most reviews or technician that was mentioned in the most reviews or whatever it might be, right? Because you really bring, because there's another thing, and that's why we like to put the pictures of your crew in those inspections, because then they own it and there becomes a connection between the customer. I love to be able to see who's doing the work for me, see a little bit about them. Because remember, we went back to that original statement is that we're social beings and that we like to see people and know people and meet people. And if I can do that digitally, there becomes a connection. And you know what? I don't want to let old Bob down, my tech. 
I'm not going to go down the street. I don't care if there's a $50 discount on whatever. I'm going into my shop because I'm going to see Bob. I can't let Bob down. Right. We're, we're, we're like this. <laughs> right. <laughs> And so, yeah. and so that's a great, you know, that's a great way that you can think of bringing that part of your culture out and rewarding and recognizing the team. And then that drives the new people on the team or ones that might be lagging to step it up and, and get into that uh, habit of driving those, those, because those are such valuable components of the business is that customer service experience and that review that they leave. Right. It's invaluable. Yeah. It's, 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 it's hard. It's hard to even put a dollar figure on it. It's uh, yeah. I mean, on a daily basis. You put a dollar figure if you don't do it because it's... Oh, you sure can. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, got a, it's got a dash in front of it. <laughs> right? So, so, so let's, you know, you, you brought up the greatest point, right? Is that you have to respond to those reviews. And, and I'm going to give you some insight, but Jason, I want to hear from you. What has been the value that you perceive out of... So do you, let me ask you this. Do you respond to every review that you get and what have you seen as an outcome of that response? We respond to every single review, uh, good or bad. Um, fortunately, we don't see very many bad ones. But, uh, uh, but uh, uh, the, uh, and again, it's, it's about that interaction, that digital connection. So um, you, you respond, you, you thank them, and, and you get personal with it. You know, you know we enjoy working on your your 2005 yeah your 2000 you know and so um there's there's that you know hey he remembered me he you know he, he knows who i am and and uh there's that social interaction yes and so and so here's a couple you know here's a little insight into into how important those responses to those reviews are because first thing hey it lives there forever right it's now online and people years from now can go back and look at that. So back in the day when the inner when the inner tubes were first uh, birthed, right? When, 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 it used to be, you know, you would go through and you could game Google real easy, right? You'd stuff keywords and you could go in and you could hire, you know, your all your buddies just go in and leave reviews and you'd have, you know, you'd see these businesses they had thousands of five star reviews. They didn't have a single bad review. Well, guess what? I mean, it doesn't take long for people to say, oh, that's a scam. You know, nobody has all five reviews, right? You don't want all five-star reviews. You want, like Jason has, 4.6 and lots of them. You know why? Because stuff happens. But now I'm going to go in and I'm going to review that, and I'm going to see in there, okay, here's this person complained about this, but look at what Jason said. And Jason really reached out right away, tried to work with the person, offered to help, offered to do the, and this person just was stubborn and didn't, you know what the consensus of people are going to be? Ah, what, a, you know. That guy, get off my lawn, right? That guy's just, just angry. He's got other issues. But this business owner reached out, tried to make it right, uh, put himself out there publicly to do that, and people respect that they're more likely actually to do business with you because of how you handle that adversity versus just I've got a whole bunch of five star reviews because you know my stuff doesn't uh, stink and you know I'm 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 super special because that nobody's going to believe that right yeah. and so and so while you're out there you have to consider that and it's just respond try to make it right do the best as you can do so, you know represent your business and let the chips fall where they may you might not be able to convert them all and you might not get uh, that person back in and they might not you know they they might not follow up and kind of correct the record so to speak. But it, they don't have to because don't everybody to. else is going to see that effort. 
Exactly, because you put the effort in to, to keep that customer happy, and and um, and they see everybody sees that. Like you said, it's it's there forever. There forever, yeah. right? And it's funny because now you know in the reviews you can say, "Hey, was this review helpful?" Boom. Well, guess what? So think of it. That's kind of like almost like SEO for reviews. The more people click, yeah, this was helpful, right? The higher it's going to raise. It's going to stay kind of at the top, and that's going to be such a very valuable conversion type bit of information for a customer as they're doing their due diligence about you, right? The other thing, and you said it, right? The other thing that you get to do when you put in reviews. So we talked about original content. We talked about fresh content. Well, guess what? Reviews online are fresh content, okay? Um, if you look at what Google can see, Google can read words and it can, it can find keywords. So, you know, I put up a, a post or I put up an article and it's about brakes on a BMW, it's going to say several times, brake pads, brake rotors, brakes, BMW, you know, three series. It's going to have all of these related words just naturally as I write my story. Those are keywords. Well, Google can see keywords. It can't see much else. And so if there's a lot of keywords about this topic, they can kind of figure out, hey, this is about brakes on BMW. And that's where they'll rank it when people start to search. If I'm searching for, you know, tuna fish sandwich, it's not going to come up with BMW brake repair, right? And so guess what you get to do when you respond to a review? Hey, it was great for me to, you know, thank you for bringing in your 2006 Honda Civic for brake service. There's your keyword right there. Yeah. I get to put those keywords into the review. Well, now guess what happens when folks are searching for brakes for Hondas and Honda Civic and any of those keywords? Well, now your review is going to start to rank in Google and it probably is going to come up through their search. So you've got your homepage and you've got your landing page. Well, now you've got reviews, right? And the competition's way down here at the bottom of the page or, you know, they're off in Siberia on page number two. And you've got several instances of your business at the top, right? And I, it's real easy for me to go in and read that review and consume that information and see the quality of your business and what the neighbors say about you. And so each and every time you have a chance to respond, you respond and you add in the valuable keywords that you would want this review to be found when somebody's looking on Google, right? Uh, and that's an opportunity to add that, not only the SEO value, but fresh content uh, and, and, and then cost you a dime. Takes a that, that's what I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, uh, you can spend a lot of money on AdWords and things like that. Oh, to make yourself come up to the top, but there's nothing better than to, to, to see a search. If you do a search for auto repair near me and uh, have your name be right there at the top. And then exactly. and, and all it cost you was a little bit of effort on your part and uh, making sure you respond to the reviews and, and taking care of your customer. Exactly. So let me ask you this, Jason, do you ever have your service writers respond to some of them reviews? Um, no, I've always done the responding. I, I, I never have had them uh, uh, respond, but um, it, it's an option. Yeah. Something to think about, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there's a ownership part of it and there's a responsibility part of it. And so, you know, and you can get them to respond, start them out, maybe responded to the good stuff. So they feel good and they're, they're, they're empowered. And then, you know, Hey, I dropped the ball on this and maybe it's, the, I'm the guy. And of course you make that call, you know, if it's to the level where, you know, it needs to come from the owner because, you know, this is, this is a critical, you know, type review and there's a lot of other, you know, stickiness to it. Right. But if it's just, Hey, you know, kind of this thing happened and then, you know, you know, it's on the fence type review, 
you might want to think about just having the service rider get in there to, to respond a little bit too, because I'll tell you what, it, it's great, you know, and I expect the owner to respond to me, but when somebody on the crew maybe responds to me and takes that ownership, you know, for me, that just, it brings your culture, it brings your credibility up a notch that your team is engaged and your team feels responsible uh, for whatever that situation might be, right? Yeah, sure. That, uh, you know, something to think about. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great idea. Now we do, if if we do have a review, we will sit down and discuss it and uh, as a team and uh, and uh, as far as making sure our response is, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how to do it better. Well, let me ask you this, Jason: Have you ever had anybody who comes in and says, "Hey, uh, you know, it just offers. I'm going to leave you a great review. Where where would you want it on Yelp? Do you want it on Google?" Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the norm now. People, people, like you were saying earlier, people expect to leave your review and, the, and they come in, they've already researched you and, and uh, they're already prepared to, to do business with you. There, there, there's no, I don't, I don't have to teach them about our business and I don't have to, um, you know, make them feel confident. They're already confident in our business. Yeah. And there's nothing better, right? And there's no better, you know, kind of, um, uh, you know, notification or, 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 you know, an understanding that says we've done, we're doing a great job. We are on track because our customers are actively looking to engage with us and offering to give us these types of reviews and go out there and evangelize for us. We're not having to twist their arm. We're not having to discount them or anything like that to get them to, to do. They are, are going out of the way because of the service that you provided to go out and tell their friends and shout it up from the rooftops. And that's got to, you know, that's a great feeling, right? It's, a great, it's an awesome feeling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and so hopefully because again, you've got your techs and your service writers pictures in your auto vitals, digital inspection. Right. And so we really like to see if their names get in there, you know, Hey, you know, Brad did a great job. And I, you know, last shop I went to, I got in and my floor was a mess and there was, Trash and grease and leaves, but they put a nice mat down and he wiped everything down. He did a really great job, you know, taking care of my baby, right? Even those little touches like that, if you can get those to be kind of, uh, you know, out in the public square there and, and consumed as part of that content becomes very empowering, A, for your techs and pat on the back and a great, you know, um, indication of the type of business you run, but man, it's pretty attractive to folks that are worried about bringing their car in. And, you know, I've spent a lot of money on this car. It's my baby. I don't want it messed, but wow, they really go the extra mile. And so you can give a lot of that extra information. Really it's those decision-making, you know, uh, bits of information that help somebody make the decision to come do business with you right there in those reviews. And then you kind of touched on it, but we make a big deal. I make a big deal out of when we get a good review, uh, making sure that I go out to the guys and say, hey, we got this great review because uh, just like I was saying earlier with the My Business app, uh, I get instantly, as soon as somebody leaves me a review, I know it. So um, uh, I make a big deal about it. We go talk to the tech that worked on the car and, uh, hey, you know, did a great job here. Customer left us a great review. Appreciate you. Keep it up. And the same with the service advisor and, and, and that sort of thing. So, I mean, it, um, it, that's almost their incentive. They're looking for that, that, that great pat on the back. And uh, it, may, it feels good to know, hey, I, I did a great job. 
Yes. Yes. And be recognized by, you know, it's great to be recognized by the customer. It's great to be recognized by your boss, but it's really important to be recognized by your peers, right? The other team, the rest of the team, because in, from an owner's perspective, you know, you want to create that culture because um, you, you want people to be wanting to be rewarded. And if they get rewarded by doing the right thing and by doing a good job, well, then it benefits everybody on the team, including, you know, and most importantly, that customer, right? That motorist. Um, and so maybe, you know, you think about, you put a big bell out there, or maybe a gong, you know, a gong's always fun, right? That's a good idea. <laughs> you can just go out and ding. Yeah. And people are like, what the heck was that? Well, hey, we're celebrating a, a, a great review because we value customer service and so even folks in the waiting room or standing in line might be like well what the heck look at these guys celebrating just because they're 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 taking care of me that's what that really means and what a great place to do business with right exactly yeah that's a great idea i might have to think about putting a bell or a dog in I'm all of them jason <laughs> i'm awesome. telling you it's a wednesday <laughs> <laughs> no that's fun stuff so let's talk metrics a little bit so um how are you set up to track those? Do you pull your in your um, you know your your all of your review sites into a centralized uh, location, and do you review that on a regular basis? Because you talked about uh, you know covering that stuff in the team meetings. Um, it's a regular um, uh, topic for us. Uh, it's obviously important, so um, I keep it on my desktop. I have the Yelp and the Google and the. I mean, when I open my, my web browser, all that comes up and I, I'm constantly watching it and uh, uh, we, we go over them uh, every, on a weekly basis with the guys and uh, um, the responses to the reviews and, and uh, who got the most reviews. I mean, we, we talk awesome. about those things, yeah. Awesome, that's really awesome. Let me ask you this, have you ever noticed, have you ever had a really solid review comes in, right? It gets posted up and then you notice you physically notice an increase in new customer appointments uh following you know maybe the week or two weeks after that that good review comes out i mean it's maybe 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 a while ago but now it's a consistent i i get a just a a constant stream of people that come in and we because we ask them you know yeah. how, how'd you hear about us the new customers and and um it's it's just on a daily basis uh, I saw you guys on Google. That's awesome. I saw your reviews on Google. That's why I'm here. That's exactly why I'm here. You know, and that's the key, right? So it sounds like a long way to go getting 200. I mean, that's a lot because, you know, hey, not everybody leaves a review. I mean, unless you can really focus because you can get a high review conversion rate. I mean, if you set a goal, I want 50%. Well, I want every other person to leave me a review. That's a pretty lofty goal, right? And at the beginning, you might think, well, that's insane. There's no way. But, you know, it's like anything else, right? You take the first step and you have a plan and you work your plan and you get commitment from everybody on the team and they're all pulling the rope the same way. Well, you're going to get there. You know, it take a little bit of time, but you're going to get there. But you got to start, right? You got to get it established. But, um, you know, kind of once you get that momentum going, right? It snowballs. Yes, exactly. It starts to snowball. And then, so you put the work in up front. It's not going to be easy. And you, you make sure you set, you know, uh, 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 and commit to responding to every one of those reviews. And then, you know, you're never going to lean back 100%. You might delegate it. You might have the office manager or production manager or somebody taking over, you know, some of that reviews management for you. 
but you know what? It's going to become a machine for you. It's going to be out there representing your company. It never sleeps, right? It's marketing for you around the clock. Uh, and you're going to, because again, number freshness, right? The, 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 the uniqueness of that content is what really is going to drive Google to rank it high. And once you kind of hit this inflection point, you know, you've got good number of quality reviews they're coming in on a regular consistent basis so they're constantly you know fresh and new well guess what google's going to start updating that stuff a lot maybe even once a week a couple times a week depends on your volume right and then boy after that it's just working for you it's up there all the time and it's 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 like what you just heard from jason is that it he doesn't even notice it anymore because it's just part of how they do new customer acquisition it's just built into the cake exactly and uh I would say now we probably see my phone dings two or three times a week with new reviews. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, they're constantly coming in now. I mean, the reviews come in and customers are coming in and uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it though? It really is. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great place to be in, you know, it takes a long time and it takes a little lifting, but well, once you get there, it's, you know, you got the, the, the breeze in the hair, you got the top down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, that's awesome, man. This, this half hour flew. I got to tell you what, we could probably spend another hour and a half talking about reviews and, and about the success that uh, Jason's had over there uh, at Stewart, you know, and uh, you can do the same thing, right? You just got to get out there. And, and matter of fact, I would say the first thing you should probably do if you're looking for some advice and some guidance is get on the Facebook forum and ask some questions, right? Because uh, Jason's going to respond to you and he's going to help you out. And everybody else that's on that Facebook forum is going to help you out and give you ideas and give you, you know, pitfalls and things to avoid and also techniques and, and uh, strategies to, to, to consider uh, like we've shared some with you here today uh, that you might fit for your process, right? Might fit for your model and your business and your operation. Um, but the bottom line is, is just get out there and do it. You know, just get out there and put it top of your priority list that you have to drive those reviews because you're, not, you're probably driving coupons instead, right? <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. That customer's going somewhere. Yeah, they're going somewhere. That's a great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want them to come see you, right? Exactly. And so make sure that's as important as having, you know, your, your inventory stocked and the electricity on and a air compressor and a... And, you know, and a, a toolbox in the shop is just as important. It really is. Really is. Digital shop we're talking about now. It's just as important as all that other mechanical stuff. You need the digital toolbox set up too. And that's the top from a new customer acquisition and from a, especially from a customer lifetime value to your business, reviews are critical. It's top priority for you. Right. So, um, so Jay, how can folks reach out to you? If they got some more questions, they want to talk shop directly with you. Uh, well, I mean, you, we you reach us on Facebook. Uh, I follow the uh, the Auto Vitals uh, page, and uh, so if there's any uh, any any questions there, I'd be more than happy to answer or help. Uh, uh, if you'd like to get in touch with me direct and uh, send me an email, Jason at StewartAutoRepair.com, uh, I'd be more than happy to talk to you. Yeah, or you could just Google Stewart Auto Repair, and he'd be the guy at the top with the most. Yeah, yeah, I, I guarantee <laughs> he's easy to find. <laughs> That's awesome stuff. So a little bit, I want to tease a little thing because well, before the show we were talking a bit, and you were telling me that you kind of created a new process or team inside of your shop. Can you share a little bit with the audience about what you got going on? About two weeks ago, we decided we really wanted to 
dedicate more time to our digital inspections and uh, look for a uh, increase that level of inspection to a higher quality. And so we, we've developed a team. We have a, an inspection team that uh, uh, is mobile throughout the shop and uh, uh, that can knock those inspections out quickly and accurately and, um, and just, just really keep the workflow. And uh, so far it's been a, uh, a great addition to the team. So. Yep. So that's, that's a pretty awesome concept, right? That's thinking outside of the box. That's blazing a trail in the digital shop is what that is. And so what we'd love to have, Jason, is we'd love to have you come back on a few months down the road and see how that's working out. We'll get into some metrics and we'll talk about how that team has driven efficiency, productivity, and sales in the operation. Would, it, would you be up for that? Sure. Yeah, we, we barked it uh, uh, in Auto Vitals, so we know the date we started, so we can track that. and. Yeah and see exactly how that in increases our, uh, our, our RO number. So. Yeah, no, that'd be a great shot because I know I, I can hear the wheels out there spinning. Folks that are listening right now are thinking to themselves, hmm. And so they'd really be uh, interested in seeing those results and maybe if that's going to work for their business as well. And you can kind of prove it for them, right? And then sure. they can follow. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. That's okay. So that's fantastic. So yeah, and you know, if you don't uh, if you don't get a chance to get in here on Wednesdays, you know, we're having a great show next week. We're going to be talking. Uh, it's kind of a lead into the Meineke Dealers Association uh, convention that's coming up. We're going to be talking with uh, Greg Masowick and Mark from thirteen thirty two next week. Uh, so tune in. But it, you know, and if it if it's uh, difficult for you, you know, because of course we're in the middle of the day. We understand you're at the you know counter. You got work to do and customers to serve. Always, you can always go over to autovitals.com slash podcast. All of our uh, show episodes are on there. You can watch them at your leisure. You can subscribe, which I would highly recommend because then you'll get notifications and alerts when the shows are starting and stuff like that. Get a reminder so you don't miss it uh, because I guarantee you didn't want to miss Jason on here because he was dropping knowledge. He was dropping stuff you can take to the bank today. Yeah, you can. <laughs> right? And so if you snooze, you lose. So get over there and register. Uh, share, like it, you know, tell your friends. Uh, especially when we've got topics, you know, that are critical because, you know, hey, you know, we're all kind of trying to help all of our peers out, you know, and, and this is what I really love about this industry is that nobody's in it for themselves. They're always looking to help other folks that are in the same boat. And I'll tell you what, you can go down the topics and, you know, we all know we're like, hey, look at this guy over here. If he would just do this thing, we probably have an episode from a shop owner or from a service writer or technician that's given best practice advice about that topic that you think they should improve. So you can always send it over as a gift and help them out. Right. Um, but get over there and subscribe and like it and share it. Uh, and then until next week, again, we'll be in with Greg Massawick, 1332 Meineke operator. The guy is an awesome, awesome guy. I'm really excited to have yeah. him. We, and actually, hey, Tom, you know, the, you know, what the theme next week is going to be is, is they're really working on being consistent on the back end, you know, in the shop, in the garage, so that the customers can receive a level of consistency on the front end. So we're going to talk about how consistency on the back end translates to the customer experience. Yeah, and that's awesome. And that really, you know, that, that piggybacks off of what, what Jason's doing, because that's what it all boils down to with that awesome team that's dedicated to not only being efficient and consistent in the inspection program, that's really the key is the consistency. So your customer gets that same experience every time and every we're time. much more likely to know what to expect. So, so that's an awesome. Uh, thank you, Dustin. Hey, Dustin, if you'd like, I mean, I think you got a, uh, you got an assistant producer in here today. If you'd like to get some uh, introduction done there. I actually have two. 
This is Gunner. Gunner Jane. And then there's Elsie Lou. Oh, that is a family. Yeah. There's the family. So, yeah. And there's me. In case you guys have never seen me before. So. (laughs) She was thrilled to death, buddy. Yeah, she was. Oh, yeah. We got some sick kiddos. We got daycare stuff in the lurch there. You know, it's uh, we do what we do over here, right? I mean, that's how it all about works. Dustin's a multitasker. He's over there balancing kids and fam and still producing this awesome show and dropping knowledge and getting great guests on like Jason uh, coming out here and telling you, uh, you know, how they are leading the way for that success. So tune in again next Wednesday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. We'll be doing it again with Greg Maslowick. We'll be talking shop. Till then, get out and make some more money in 2020. <laughs>